Hello and welcome to the Royal Blue Podcast. It's the pre-Chelsea edition. Um, I'm joined by Phil Kirkbride, the Everton correspondent, Gavin Buckland, Tony Scott, and it's me, Greg O'Keefe. And obviously, the the clue is in the title, really. We're going to be talking about Chelsea, Stamford Bridge tomorrow, half five. And uh, the next step in, in Koeman's, um, Koeman's evolution, I suppose, going away to a big side, a traditional top four side, and hoping to come back with really more than a point gap. Because even though you take a point, I suppose, on one hand, it would be symbolic for Cumin, wouldn't it, to go and and win the? What we, what were you saying earlier about our, our record away? Yeah, I was going to. I think you were on it yesterday. So if you go back to two thousand and two, I think the so-called Big Four. I know that's changed now, but you know who they are. I think the last fifty-eight Premier League games, they've won one, which was the the Oviedo goal at Man United. So there's a whole host of history to be changed for tomorrow. I've not won a Stamford Bridge since ninety-four. Um, so I think it's a it's a big game for for Ronald to make a statement, and he's alluded to that yeah. this week, hasn't he? Isn't that mad? How you know, even putting aside our partisan feelings about Everton, just for the fact that Everton haven't won this for all that time, it's ridiculous, isn't it, Gav? Statistically speaking, how could we have not like sneaked a one 0 at some point it, on, in the morning? Yeah, to to both. You know, to think if you have a look at the stats, I was shocked to discover last night. No, Everton players scored more than one goal there since nineteen thirty six. In a game like this, it's absolutely mad. So, both 1936 like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was it in black and white back then? Yeah, I remember the game well, to be honest with you. Yeah, but no, no, seriously, though, there is a serious tomorrow. I mean, we got so close last year, didn't we? Which we don't need to go into. It's a big chance for Cumin, like Manchester City, to make a statement yeah. and at a big club and go out there and, you know, be tactically sound and, you know, um, stay in the game and hopefully get a result. And that's the way I see it tomorrow. So will be fine with me tomorrow, tonight. Hasn't Ronald not is he unbeaten unbeaten in his two trips to Stamford Bridge's yeah. manager? So yeah. track record and history there, I suppose. And was it last season they won three one? Is that yeah, last Southampton season? Battered them last yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. I mean obviously they're a different kettle of fish now, aren't they? But um you always feel confident when Cumin talks about when we prepare for these big games. And he, I remember Head of City he was saying uh, you know, he listed the record he had at Southampton against the big teams, you know, we drew with City, beat them at home, we Beat Chelsea, you know, etc. Beat Arsenal at home. I've got, I've got no problem with yeah. the, when we're playing the big teams or the so-called big teams, Chelsea, City. We raise our game. We seem to have got the type of characters in the team to raise it for them for performances. It's your Burnleys and your Bournemouth. That's the problem. I fancy having to get a point. The only, obviously, the influential players are just a guy who on earth comes in for him. And as you just touched on, his stats are right up there with the best. Who does come in for him? Well, I mean, it's it's one that on the website earlier in the week, Phil, I and Prano kind of were scratching our heads about it. I think, I think me and Phil probably agree that in some capacity it'll be Tom Cleverley. Uh, but, uh, and I actually probably think I haven't had the time since the last pod to dwell on it. Phil's right about how we'll set up. I hate to say Phil's right twice in the same oh. passage of the podcast, but I think, you know, we might go and, uh, and play 3-5-2 and maybe Balassi will be behind Rom. But, Gav made an interesting point before we started. Really, the big question is, there's not many automatic picks. Is, is, is anyone really safe for the place? We've seen the skipper drop last weekend. Yeah. We've seen Stakallenberg, all right, he was, he was injured, but Robles came in and did well. Almost right throughout the team. Who, apart from Lukaku? Well, yeah, Barkley's been dropped, hasn't he? You know, yeah. um, taken off for you know, 30-odd minutes. So I think Rom, Rom's not afraid to make... I mean, we've been through this before loads of times because of his stature and, and history as a player. He's not afraid to make big decisions on the basis of you know his experience. Um, so we were just saying probably very few, and that, I'd probably say that's a good thing in some respects. 
because uh, it keeps everybody on the toes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think tomorrow's a really fascinating game in terms of like what I will set up, to be honest with you, because Chelsea set. He's, I think you're saying he's won four games on the bounce, hasn't he? Mm. Conte, but yeah. it's like playing three four three, which he changed after the the, the Arsenal Arsenal game. Uh, and it's question for us is whether we match that tomorrow because I'd rather see us play three four three tomorrow. I was wondering if he might try and just yeah. match it. It's yeah. quite a common tactic, isn't it, for managers just to copy each other yeah. and try and negate it? Yeah, because I think. You know, there's a crowd. Somebody's asked you a question, so I did. Yeah. What's Chelsea? Did somebody on Twitter before? Chelsea's weakness, and how do Everton exploit Who's it? Who's asked that? So was that? Yeah, Goodison something. Yeah, Goodison HQ. Yeah, because I, I always say don't either. If you play three at the back, the weaknesses are that you two, mm. the width, the width on, on you know. How yeah. interest they are. Yeah. Yeah. On either side of your, of your centre halves. So if you play three five two, we've got no width at the front. Yeah. Uh, natural width at the front. So, but if you play three four three with Rom, like like at City with two two wide men, you've got an opportunity. Oh, he started. Attack. You mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it, two wide men start, and you've got a you've got an opportunity then to 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 um, to attack it, you yeah. know, round the back back of their centre defenders. What's but, you, who's you for then, Gav? But that was the question because <laughs> then that begs because then that begs the question what the four is because if you do the same as what your Man City did mm. at Man City, there's no real place for Bot Rocks then, is there again? Because you you're probably going to play Barry with. Cleverly was yeah. the one who was mentioned. So and would you put Baines and Coleman? Baines, obviously, yeah, obviously, yeah, 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 and Coleman. Yeah. So uh, as as the two two yeah. are wide, which I think probably suits their natural game a little bit better. So you have three centre halves, two out wide, and then three three at the top to to get round to Chelsea. You say uh, today, but the problem is then is it, it's what Cumin did at Man City was dropping Barkley and playing. And Barry, but if you play Barkley and Barry, you you know it, it, that weakens you in that that middle part. I Would think. you be willing to go with them three centre halves and then Costa and Hazard against them three? Wouldn't you rather just go four at the back? So the form Costa and Hazard are in at the moment, but, I wouldn't take a chance with the three. But you've also got your two your two uh, two wing backs. So you so in like I know that, but if you're doing that, then you're basically playing a five, then aren't you? And then you just right. you just committing suicide then as far as I'm concerned you're just sitting with five at the back and waiting for Chelsea to just push well, on you can, to you just, just pull them in that's why you've got you've got Barry there as well I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with that um, because the, the, the important thing is, is to what play opposite there for in, in the midfield isn't it if you, you yeah. go across the pitch because when we played City we played 4-3-3 against City which you can do the way they set up because they 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 played three four three, but they didn't play a flat four. Did they? They played like sort of four in, yeah. in the middle, didn't they? Mm. They played their their middle two were were De Bruyne and and Silva. Chelsea's middle two, uh, Matic, mm. and um, the lad from Leicester, and whose name is Kante. Yeah. They're the middle two, so you mm. you, you don't you have got enough um you've got enough resource in the middle of the pitch there. But you're three centre halves and you two hold midfielders to deal with Hazard and But Matic basically hasn't been playing as a defensive midfielder lately. I've the games I've watched Chelsea recently, Matic has been going forward, having strikes from outside the box. He lost that against us. Yeah, oh not half. So he, he I wouldn't I wouldn't risk him playing as a defensive midfielder. He's pushing up. I've not seen Kante last week against Man United. I'm not saying but scored. If you've got but you've got two you've got two central defensive midfielders against him and him and Kante, haven't you? Yeah. So 
with covers, I think, with, with three at the back and, and two, Barry or Cleverly, and the, I think gives us enough cover. And then you've got your two full-backs matching Alonso and, and Moses on, on, on the out wide. So I think we've got enough there. Well, if that's the case, then, we'll have a go, have a go each year. Who's the three up top, then, for Everton? Rom, Balassi, and who else? I'd play Lennon. Lennon? Yeah. Greg? Lennon. I said... I I thought Lennon might start um, start previously. Taking the chances in a big game, he's hardly played it, any football well, at all. It, yeah, I know what you mean. It normally would be, but it's just like it's not much of a chance when you think of the, the alternatives at the moment. Taylor what you do, Taylor Fayou, for me, didn't this doesn't deserve it after he, you know his, what he yeah. did at Man City. Do you think? I mean, Morales has been speaking to the club website today, hasn't mm-hmm. he? Saying. He now accepts he has to do more. He's, he's, he's making the right noises, but I still haven't seen any tangible evidence that it, it's sunk in. I know Phil wrote that as well mm-hmm. after the game last week. I can see what I can see a plausible shout for Lennon, albeit I know what you're saying. He's not playing. Um, it's Chelsea away. It's not. We haven't got someone. Well, this is it. We haven't, we haven't got, got the options, have yeah. we? We haven't got the relegation the team taking relegation at, the, at home, have we? It's Chelsea away, and you're asking Lennon to come in straight from the offense. I can't see who would you say is your front three Phil? Well I well I wouldn't go three up front for that reason because there isn't a natural third man. And I don't mm. I think well for the sake of playing three up front, why play somebody who you you're not hundred percent convinced on? I'd rather I'd rather be I'd rather put an extra man in midfield. So don't you play Barkley, so you play Barkley cleverly, Barry play Yeah, short. I said earlier in the week yeah. I'd I'd, yeah. Drop, I'd say to Ross, right, you play well on Sunday, you show me you can work hard you, Looks like the penny's dropping. Now I'm going to ask you to do a different job and play more as a number eight. Yeah. And you're going to have to drop in. You have to work, do more work in our half probably than you do in their half. Has he got that in him though? He well, showed the appetite for well, it. This is what I mean. This is what I'd say. You know, if you're serious, you go and do that job. There's no reason you can't go and do that job. Can you actually see Ross tracking back tackling? Can you see it? Has well, he done as Locker? Would you say? I don't know, but he's going to have to if you if you if you played him. But because the options are so limited. I think that's what they should do. Yeah. Would you, what would you say of the goalkeeper situation, Gav? Rob Les stays, Declan Berg starts? That's oh, no. a good question. Steph. Rob Les done nothing wrong, actually. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't know. know. Well, you, uh, but, he, but he, he's going against the grain, isn't he? If you're, you play well and you keep your shirt, then that, that, should be, that should be the norm, isn't it? Now, if Rob Les gets bombs out and Steckenberg comes said, in, uh, what must Rob Les have to do to keep his I think it's, in the team? Oh, you're turning this obsession back from last season with Tim Howard. Yeah, but it is. Oh, that's the way it should uh, be. Have you got one of those third-party ownership deals <laughs> Rob Les? No, but that's the way you... No, I agree normally, you know, for any outfield positions. <laughs> I sound like Martin Esler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just think goalkeeper... No, I'm, I'm being hypocritical because I thought that it was wrong to keep selecting Howard. But Stickelenberg's been, you know, was sensational, wasn't he? But City? he's made clangers before. But so Robles, come on. Exactly. Is, so is, Robles. Is what you're trying to say that Robles has not done it consistently enough when he's been given chances. That was a performance that I think we all were surprised about. Yeah. yeah. How, how confident and composed he looked. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Great to see it. But how many other times has he done it? If you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. So I, I think I understand principle of that and Ronald has said he likes to keep winning teams you play him well you keep your shirt but it's almost a little bit too knee jerk to go oh, there you go right you're, you're straightening the team but again Ronald Koeman has told us before he said he wants two goalkeepers fighting out for the jersey yeah, each that's, week that's, that's, and he will change it if he needs to he won't just stick with the number one so yeah, yeah I mean it's, like I say it's good that Rob Les looks like he's now willing to stay and fight and you know he's done himself no harm but 
you can't actually say he's not, he's not done it over the, over a longer period. As in, yeah, I mean, just the the thing about that conversation with worries me slightly is are we picking the goalkeeper that who makes fewest clangers? <laughs> yeah. You know, and then that's a serious yeah. point. Is that yeah. are we still saying maybe it's like the US presidential debate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the least worst yeah. You know, are we saying therefore between us? Because I, I I play Stecklenberg tomorrow because you know I just think he's a bit more uh, you know a bit more solid. But maybe it's not the answer. We're still saying but what we're saying here that we probably still need to get a new keeper. Oh, 100%. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it, obviously, you're thinking on shot stopping because our goalie is going to be peppered, isn't he? Whichever way you look at it on, on Saturday. Who's, well, the, who's the best shot stopper? I thought you, you ran a stat with us the other, the other week saying we've conceded the fewest shots or something. Yeah, we are, yeah. Have <laughs> <laughs> faith, Tony. Come I, do, on. I do, but obviously, Costa and Hazard. Question yeah, but the way they're playing, obviously, our goalkeeper is going to come into here. Yeah, yeah. Who's the best shot stopper out to Sue then? Steph. Would you say so? I'd say there's not much in it, but it's Man City. The evidence would suggest that that's a very strong. Rob Yeah, I I just say that you know we've had Williams and Tagielka as centre half all season, well, most of the season, haven't we? With Stecklenberg behind them, and we've been reasonably solid. So like just bringing Rob Les, you know, um, disrupt that sort of triangle, that, that vital triangle of the goalie and two centre halves. I would pick Stecklenberg purely on that on that basis, mm-hmm. not necessarily because I think he's a far better keeper, just because it, it, it keeps the balance of the team right and the, and the you know consistency of selection. Phil Gabs mm. just touched on the captain there. Does he come straight back into the team? In my formation he does, yeah. Three five two. I would put him in. Uh, I would play him Oof. maybe on the right hand side of the three. Williams in the middle, Funes on the left. My only concern about I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm saying three five two. My only, only, only concern about three five two is Oviedo and Mori as a kind of pivot on that side. That would be my only concern. <laughs> um, I understand that concern. But look, the manager was was pleased with Mori. Who's on that? Who, who's going to play on that side? Moses. Moses. Yeah, yeah I think playing. that's an area where Everton can get at Chelsea, because yeah. I would say either Yannick or Rom. Look, when we get the ball. You split, yeah, and you and one of you, you know, whoever you decide, stand on Moses because, or in the area he's he's left exposed because, you know, the, um, Chelsea sees centre halves will be the quickest necessarily. Louis Louise is obviously not a, no yeah. slouch, is he? But that's the area for me, that side of the pitch. Rom's going to be up for this, isn't he, against his former club? I think so. Yeah, I think you know he hasn't really suggested that he needs any extra motivation at the moment against West Ham. I thought he was he was absolutely sensational, especially yeah. in the second half. Maybe this will give him an added bit of spice. Uh, you know, he's never scored at Stamford Bridge, so I think that's the form he's currently in. I can see him upsetting that apple cart. Um, Should have done. Do you remember that that's, that season we played him in the January? He got beat one nil, and there was that big scrap. Yeah. Down there, oh, he yeah, missed yeah. an absolute yeah. sitter. Yeah, didn't yeah, he? he hit it straight to check. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I know. Just um, it's the one area of the pitch, like I say, that he's an automatic gets his share, but. It's um, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? You, you know, I, I think what worries me, and we we sound like broken records every week, but we're heavily reliant on one centre forward again, aren't we? Heavily, heavily reliant on them. Well, especially in away games like uh, Chelsea, as we've seen at Man City, you know, it was the only sort of well, one of the few opportunities he had, and he literally had to do the whole yeah. whole thing himself, out right. from a great build up in our half. Yeah. So yeah. that, that th- but then it goes back to what tactics you want to deploy tomorrow, and I just. I know what Phil's saying, but I'd still mirror I'd them. Still, I'd still mirror, mirror them. I'll be. I don't know what you do then about Barkley, about whether you're actually 
having one of the front three, perhaps, if you haven't got an amphetamine See, there. If you drop you know. Barstick, sorry, Gavin, if you drop him, then we've just been sending out, sending the wrong message out. After playing so well last week, and if you drop him, what does that do well, for his confidence? Does, does, sorry, Gavin, I'm just going to interject. Does that not reaffirm the idea that, for playing devil's advocate, yeah. that Koeman, as he said after West Ham, I pick the, the best 11 to get the result? I yeah, I understand that, but we you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. He says yeah. this game doesn't require Ross because this person will be better doing this job to get us a result, and and and, and that's what he's paid the money. I for. totally understand that, but Ross is a confidence player. Now, what does that do to him after being basically in the wilderness all season? He's come in, he's played really well, and then he gets dropped away at Chelsea on the telly. Yeah, yeah, that's and the fair camera's going to be on him. He's going to be sitting there on the bench. Camera's going to be on him. Ross bench the game. Blah blah blah. Now, what does that do for him, having to depend yeah. on him possibly for next week against Swansea? Yeah, I, I get that, and, and you know, it, it's a good point. Perhaps, perhaps then the argument is, we can sit there all night like this, mm. is 3-4-3 three, three, and then play Ross, Balassi and Rom as the three. But I'm not sure whether Ross is in actually wide, but that gives you Ross on the pitch, plus you've got your two defensive midfielders. Mm. Um, well, is the message not to Ross, not... Oh God, I played well on Sunday. Is it not Ross going, right, well, my manager, Ronald Koeman, who knows more about football than I do, yeah. has decided I'm not good enough to do this job. I'm going to prove him wrong. So the next time we go away to one of the big teams, at Arsenal, mm. and he would play the same formation, he has to pick me. I understand that. That's a very good point. But I don't think Ross comes across as that type of character. But maybe he's but he needs he, to he be. Needs to be. I totally to... agree. If, if someone said that to me, listen, you can't play that, I'll show you. Yeah. I'll show you I can't play that. Ross doesn't seem that type of character. Yeah. He seems shy and quite timid. And if someone says something, he will take it on yeah. board. And that's what he's come across this season. You can see it. You can see when he's listening to the fans' reaction and manager, everything else, he comes across that type of character. And I just think this will really damage him. If he gets dropped. Well, look, but that's, I, I, I'm in Phil's corner, but I do. There's a little bit of that. But it's up to, you know, we always end up talking about Ross at the moment, <laughs> don't we, on this? Where I, even though he plays really well on, on Sunday, yeah. I, I think, um, well, not when I say really well, a level that you should expect as a minimum going forward. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm with Phil on this. Ron will pick. Ron. Ron, Ron, Ron and Ron, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll start off. got Ronald Lukaku playing tomorrow, <laughs> like. Um, what a player that would be. Yeah. <laughs> But I think you'll pick the team for the uh, to to win the game or, or to get a result. So, so um, we put out some shouts for some questions before one came up. Big DC, the man himself, the, the one man wrecking ball that is Chelsea centre forward. <laughs> Love more low than yeah. Diego Costa. Yeah, always Diego asks, do you think the tactic will be to get on the bad side of Diego Costa and wind him up? Few, hashtag Funes Mori. Do you think that'll be a tactic? To wind Diego Costa up? No. Why, why? You've got to play your own game, haven't you? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see how that would ever work. Yeah. No. no. I, I think the if you need to look at how to cope with Diego Costa, you look at Gareth Barry's performance in the FA Cup game at Goodison last season. He didn't he didn't sort of try and wind him up, but he didn't he didn't react to anything Costa tried on him. He was yeah. just level headed, poker face. Took you know drew fouls, won free kicks against him, wasn't intimidated by him, you know gave as good as he got, but wasn't you know you know being a narc about it, and he got himself. He wants shit to get his whole mo is he wants shit to get to change what you do to to get drawn into his web, and if that means if you're a player and Everton haven't got loads of combative narc narky sort of in your face players, 
And if they try and be something that they're not, to try and counter him and get drawn into his silly little games, it's taken away from their focus on what they should be doing. I totally uh, second what you say about Barry, and that's why you should all treat him, not ignore him, because like, obviously you can't be doing that, but don't get drawn into his But there is previous between Seamus Coleman and Diego Costa. There is, there is definitely, but... Well, interestingly, so Seamus, in an interview we put up on the website earlier, I asked him about Costa, and he said, you can't, you can't look to go and wind him up. There's no point. You've just got to treat him in that respect like everybody else. Yeah, I mean, I'm, the thing tomorrow is, is, is Jags has had a few uncomfortable moments, hasn't he, against Costa? So I'm just, you know, bear in mind, like what we said, he was didn't play last week, and mm. that that to me is a bit a bit of a worry. He's got Williams um, playing now, though. Can't you think Ashley Williams yeah, should yeah. be able to deal with Costa? Yeah, well, yeah, but <laughs> forwards will target players, won't they? You know, uh, you know. Uh, so I think that that'll be a that'll be an interesting thing about who actually does. Pick up cost. Mm. It depends again on whether we play four, four, two, four, yeah. three, three, whatever. And that that'll be an interesting thing. And also how we combat hazards as well. Yeah. Who's now allowed because he played the four in the middle. Allows him to play four, four in the middle of the pitch. Allows him to cut inside a lot more because yeah. he doesn't have to track back. And that that's to me hazards more of a concern than cost it on that basis. Because therefore Mason allows him to do what he wants to do. Yeah. Now hazards realize just somehow click back into form. What I would say about that question. The lad who's asked us that question there with the hashtag Funes Mori. I don't know if, if we're thinking along the same lines here, but if I was Costa, the one person I'd be looking to try and rile and, yeah. and get uh, into yeah, his yeah, mind would yeah. be Mori. Because yeah. I think Jags and, and Ashley Williams will have seen it all, seen it all uh, played mm. against, maybe not quite as, as difficult as him, but Narky sent forward to try and get a play you know, in, along the lines. And I know you and wind you up. But Mori, we saw what happened last season in the derby. Do you think, sorry, do you think what I happened think last season? I think he's vulnerable mentally. Do you think what happened last season will play into the Everton players' minds? Can we get a last minute goal there? 98 minute equaliser. 98 minute equaliser. 3-3. Well, how do you mean? Play well, into the minds. In our minds. Yeah, in the Everton players' minds. After what happens, after leading, and then you think you've got to win, and next minute, 98 yeah. minute bang. No, because I think the whole setup is so different now. They I don't think they'd be in that situation. You know, while they come not comfortable but while they're in a commanding position of the game so if we, if we were 3-2 up with a couple of minutes to go you'd fancy you saw, yeah. you saw that when he brought on Jags last week yeah, yeah there's no way like like Stamford Bridge last season we're 3-2 up with 5 minutes to go or something we're not going to go and try and play intricate football just it's just the other side of, of the halfway line like Jerry did and lost the ball yeah and we you feel far more confident and maybe famous last words that if that period where we we didn't we didn't keep the ball and Chelsea kept peppering it into the area. We never really cleared our lines, did we? No. We just invited I think it was about three or four yeah. chances where we could have cleared that ball. That won't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's happened a couple. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Maybe not in the last minute because we'd be a bit more focused. But we have had the problem, haven't we, trying to clear the ball on occasion in the last mm. few games. We've mm. conceded as a consequence, haven't we? So, but you, we have shown greater stability, you know, this game management, which is another word you're not, yeah. not used this season, which is good. The game management's far better, isn't it? Yeah. Overall, yeah. I'd be expected to, to what Phil's saying there. We won't be scrappling around at the end of the yeah. game. You could just say to Mrs Jones, Adam Jones's mum, it was Phil who had a go at Taylor Fayou then, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said anything negative about him for weeks. There's I, another I question here from Danny Loretz, and it says, Phil, you're probably best equipped to answer this one. Who do you think will be the next one to come from the academy into the first team regular? Especially maybe for tomorrow even, with the, the news that it's just a guy being suspended. Well, obviously, we wrote last night that we think uh, Tom Davis has probably travelled, given what Ronald said to us yesterday. Um, 
I, I, I think as it stands, Tom, given his position and, and the fact that he's played a little bit more than maybe the others, he's probably still at, at the front of that queue, if you like. Um, again, interesting to see that Dominic Calvert-Lewin was on the bench. Um, interesting to see if he gets a call up again tomorrow. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that, to be honest. It's difficult, and we've we've spoke at length, haven't we, about mm. the gap. I, I don't really know, to be honest. There's, there's no standout player. I think there's a lot of hope for Calvert-Lewin. How, how did he do against Chelsea in the under-23s? He did okay. Yeah, he did okay. Um, he wasn't the best player, but he did all right. Did anyone stand out for him? Uh, Liam Walsh played well until he came off injured. Um, Harry Charles, he had a good game. Feeney? Morgan Feeney played well, we spoke about. He's still young, though. You know, he's been training with the first team this week. Um, so that's good. So Danny Robinson as well, the young left-back. So... Yeah, it's difficult. There isn't anybody you're absolutely hanging your hat on at the, the minute. But for for obviously for Tom Davis, maybe to be in, included in the squad to go down to Chelsea. Just hope that he may go on the bench. Well, I, I suspect he probably will. Yeah. 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 I suspect he will. Given Bessic is out, Gibson's playing tonight. The twenty threes. McCarthy. McCarthy's out. You know. So yeah, Tom mm-hmm. will be be in the frame. I think. I, I was saying there, Phil. Or no, the four of us. I was saying there that the players aren't good or as, as sort of prepared enough to play in the first team at the moment or they are but they, they're not going to have an opportunity because there's a sort of difference between the two things isn't it? A bit of both isn't it really? Yeah. I look at and the young lads you've got to remember and, and we said this before mm. you know, unless you're an ep, you know, exceptional talent and I mean exceptional at that age I don't see the manager necessarily looking at the players and believing they have the physique at this minute or the experience, or necessarily the reliability to come into, especially a game like Chelsea. Yeah. You know, Swansea at home on the on the nineteenth or whenever it is the next the next game at Goodison. You know, maybe that's a better opportunity to drip feed somebody in. But you know, big game Saturday. Isn't it? I think an example of that would the scale the likes of Matic against Tom Davis in the middle of the park. Just a physique and the yeah, presence. Yeah, that's not, think, no slight on Tom's No, ability. it's not to do yeah. the ability or the quality of the player, but yeah, I think it's just a man against boy, literally, yeah, almost, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we, we covered this a few weeks ago, didn't we, in the podcast. That got quite a bit of coverage. That, yeah. that, that, that psychological and physical leap from, from yeah. academy football, under-23 football, to, to Premier League mm. football. Is, yeah. it's, it's enormous, isn't it? And that, that's the biggest blocker uh, for me. Um, but it's an interesting answer that you, mean, you just you just hope that there will be some opportunities now over the next two or three months to, to uh, they're not going to be in the League Cup though are they oh, yeah. this is what I mean <laughs> yeah. when are you going to play them yeah or the Caribbean Cup is it from <laughs> yeah. next year we still won't win it yeah, yeah, yeah. quite January is a big period yeah. the club is deciding if they're going to ship some of these lads out on loan I think a lot of them need it so. referee is going to be obviously a strong strong He's going to have to be against Chelsea away, isn't he, for Everton? My worry is I've looked at a stat this season. He's had, I think, 44 yellow cards in eight games. Is it told Bobby Madley? Bobby Madley, yeah. But he, um, 44 yellow cards, one red card in eight games. He's averaging five to six yellow cards per game. Does it worry you that he's card happy, Greg, if you're going to Chelsea away without your most influential midfield man? It, it does, especially because of the pressing requirements, the way Cumin wants us to play. Um and, and we're still not quite there yet. I still don't think that they've completely, as a team, uh, fully bought into the, not 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 bought into mm. fully grasped how he wants to press. So there are going to be errors and there are going to be little bits of mis- misunderstandings. And invariably, they're going to lead to bookings. I think they're going to lead to like slips where you'll press someone will go a bit too soon or mm. a bit late, and they'll think, "Oh, I've got to do this because Cumin wants us to do this." 
and they're going to end up conceding fouls. Yeah. And if he's a bit card happy, it, yeah. could, it could be dangerous. That's why I'm a bit worried about players like Funes Mori again getting back onto him. I think Costa and some of Chelsea's mm. savvy head might know that they can they can play on him. Does does it wanna, no, sorry, Chelsea. Mm. That, that worries me. You saying he's been quite card happy because yeah. we spoke about after the Palace game. I said I was concerned that some referees won't won't allow Everton to play aggressive as aggressively as Cumin mm. likes. And my concern is that he might not be, uh, you know, missed time tackles per se. It might be an accumulation of. Seamus spoke about getting tight early on against Hazard. Hazard's not gassed. No. If he feels contact, he might just go. Have a bit of that. No, I'm not saying he's, di- he's it's a dive necessarily, but that 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 line, that fine line between it being a contact sport and it being a foul. You know, if you know, if, if Seamus is continually getting punished for that, you know, it could be a really. I think we've got to be disciplined, haven't we, Gav? You've just I've just mentioned the referee. Everton's last big game away from home city, we gave two penalties away. They've got to be disciplined, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. I was I was just thinking um, about Funes Mori, whether um you know we said about Jags being dropped last week. Mm. I was just wondering whether R- Ronald knew know he's gonna play tomorrow and was giving him some game time last week to to prepare him for tomorrow. So he's he's got you know that's he's, why not, he's, he's not play three at the back. Yeah, that's what I mean. He, he knows he's gonna play three at the back and he brought Funes Mori in to give him a bit of game time, to get him back into the field of the, the, the game. So to avoid the type of situations yeah. you're talking there where actually he's a bit rusty and you know He's, he's more attuned to Premier League pace. I've not played. He's hardly played, has he? West, uh, West Brom was the last Premier League game. Before yeah, so he's, he hasn't had game time. So I'm just wondering whether that was one of the reasons why Jags didn't play last week to give Funes Mori some game time. But yeah, but I, I, um, I think I think if we if we do what we did at City, maybe with a slightly different setup, you know, City on face value with a better team. I you know when you see what the firepower yeah. they've got. You know, when we, we restricted them, really. I know they had a couple of chances, but they had a couple of penalties, but they didn't really create that many clear-cut opportunities from open play. They were, they were good saves from Stefan Bay from distance, wasn't it, and stuff. So if more of the same of that tomorrow, I think... Um, where know, do we, we, we target them then, Gav? As you said, Dan, the, well, I think the right Dan, left. Yeah, I'd, I'd, just, I'd just play 3-4-3. Three, three. You know, and he could still... Get out Moses and... Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would. I, I would I would definitely do that. I mean, he could still play Ross as the middle, in the middle four, by the way, with, with Barry, because you don't necessarily have to play two defensive midfielders if you're playing three at the, three at the yeah. back. You know, to go back to the point, he can mm-hmm. still play Barkley. And maybe th- th- that's the way I would do it. I, w- I would target the, what, the, 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 the space on either side of the centre-half at the back. I think Kale's there to be got that, you know. I think mm-hmm. Ron should be literally filling his boots. He's playing as a bit of quest, isn't he? The second Chelsea player's name. <laughs> 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 I don't think you're the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So there is, there is, there is that aspect. It's, it's that space on the, on, on the uh, uh, wide. And so you've got to play your two, two wide men deep in their half, and that, that's the way to get at them. We've looked at Everton, obviously, have a chance to exploit Chelsea's weaknesses. If you're Antonio Conte tonight, who would you say Everton the most weak? Um, Who would you say, let's get out of Everton? Well, I would left. say, down the left, Mori and Oviedo. Yeah, yeah that would be an area. Do you think Hazard's maybe switch over and target? Good shout. Oviedo and... Do you lose the, that cutting in thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though, it's a big part of their yeah. play, hasn't it? But if it's if he's listen, if Hazard's playing against Oviedo and Mori, then... I would also say, and every manager, although every Premier League manager will have the utmost respect for Gareth Barry, I bet they all secretly think... He's not. He's not going to turn a pace. So if we can get behind, in behind him, that is a definite area. But you know, Gareth always uses. But they're two defenders. Yeah, they're, they're two. We talked about it before. Can and Kante and Matic. 
I've seen them this season. They're not defensive midfielders. They are pushing right up. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because you don't necessarily have to play defensive midfielders mm. if you're playing three at the back. Yeah, so you play Ross's the number yeah. eight, the three, well, five, two, Gavin. Play a three, four, three. So you don't have to. So <laughs> I, I, I think uh, we. It is the fact that Williams and Jags and Barry. Jags is thirty-four. Barry is thirty-six. Five, five, five Williams six. is thirty-two. You know that to me. The way Coxter and Hazard play. That 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 that. that Williams playing with you get any of these games? No, he's come on the other day. Doesn't mean he's playing. Good play. He's on the bench. I know. He's having. He'd be your Ronald Koeman type of signer, wouldn't he? If you could ever get your hands on him. Yeah. Just literally ninety minute job up and down the pitch, yeah. aggressive. Incredible. I love Williams. I think he's a player. Player of the year. Then another player who doesn't get his game for him. Fabregas looking to go elsewhere as well. That's he's got right. some bench. Yeah. And if I think if you look at ours on on Saturday, it's going to be nowhere near as as good as theirs, is it? I, I just, sorry, I don't know. Sorry, don't know. Would you have a sneaky look at Fabregas in January? Going to be top dollar, isn't he, for wages? Well, that's what we've got. Spe- speaking in January, slightly off left field, it's been discussed elsewhere. I'm interested to know what you lot think. Dimitar Berbatov was sort of <laughs> <laughs> putting yeah. himself around on national radio on Wednesday night saying, I'm a free agent, I want to play in the Premier League. Swansea have said he's on their radar. Would you take him? Free agent, Dimitar Berbatov? Playing between the lines, dropping in, <laughs> Romy, you go like that type of. Thing that we we wanted all season, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> it depends what our other options were. To be honest with you, in January, if you don't, you know, if you don't get good value in January, why not? This is the same gap that didn't want Rooney because his legs had gone last yeah, year. Yeah, but but see, Babs a different player, though, isn't he? He, he can, he's, he, he can just if you get him on a, get him on a free. Yeah. You know, his wages okay, negotiable, but he could he could do that job with, with Rooney. You're talking thirty plus. Um, where, where's he okay. been? What was his previous goal? Uh, has he been playing in Greece? And Monaco? Monaco, I know. Yeah. He's played for Monaco. Yeah. Greg, take him. Um, I'd like to think that we could do a bit better. Yeah. Not better. I mean, he's, he's a sensation. has been a sensational Big player. Big Berber, come on. I, I don't know. think he's... I, I, I'd like, I think what we'd like to see is Everton go and invest in, 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 yeah. in a quality, right. younger player. But... This is Everton, so when it comes to like 10 to 2 <laughs> on deadline day, yeah. and he still hasn't got a club, I can just see him. Right yeah. That's, That's my point, really. You can sign him tomorrow, couldn't you? Yeah, he's not a Ronald Koeman type of player, is he? He's yeah. not aggressive, he's not in your face, he doesn't run the channel, yeah. he's just sit there and give me the ball to me feet yeah. and I'll do the rest. He, he's not a Ronald Koeman type I, of player. I've just seen Phil's mobile phone on his desk. We've got somebody called Dimitar in his desk. Even more out of left field then, since we've gone on a January tangent, would, do you reckon he might look on loan to try and get to Pike United? If he hasn't cut it at Man United, what makes you think he's going to cut it at Everton? Fair point. Does he work hard enough? No. That would be my Looks like Nobody looks to me another Kevin Morales. Another flash in the pan looks here and there. Plays on the periphery of games. That, yeah. He'll have a go for five minutes, bits, but that over 90 minutes hasn't got it in the locker. That's the accusation, isn't it? Yeah. A little bit. That's why Benigno's flogging him. I was just thinking about the Dutch, you know, the Dutch thing. Does he know... Didn't he say that he doesn't want to sign anyone? Dutch? He said, he said yeah. we carried it last week, he said he, has, he suggested there was concerns about Dutch players generally, with the odd exception, because they're too focused on football, so to speak, and not enough to do with the power, pace, and physical elements of what you need yeah. to play in the Premier League. That's so, interesting. He would, so, real out any Dutch players? Well, <laughs> there's exceptions, isn't there, I think? But I would say Depay isn't an exception. There's been many Dutch players that you'd I would for? say I would say the fact that they've been looking at Kevin Strootman suggests that he 
because he's playing in Italy and he, yeah. he can't be a fair weather player in Serie A. Schneidlin? Not really. He's French, he's French though. <laughs> Which is a good point. He's <laughs> <laughs> going for him. Yeah. Yeah. There's not many to I think Robin still gets his game for them, doesn't he? Crikey. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think to be honest with you, I mean, don't want to talk about January at this point. The fact that we're talking about players on loan and don't fancy just shows you what a difficult thing it's going to be in January, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, you start with the value for money January shout. I can't. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's just yeah, it's, it's true. Well, you've got to find somebody to. Never mind value for money, somebody's going to fit the bill who's available. Well, just doing as we speak, What position does he go for as his priority, Cumin? Striker. Striker. Hmm. What did you say, Gav? Number one priority, I need to nail a position down straight away. What would you say? I don't. Well, we've already got a striker, haven't we? Well, sorry, could it, yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah, forward, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying, sorry. Because I said that in, that was mm. the favourite to do that in August, yeah. come back yeah. to bite us, so I, I know you come from. I would say, mentioned it right, I would say, if I was going to do something, keeper. Goalie, Greg? Yeah. Uh, forward slash number 10 slash second striker. I think a number 10. I oh, think a number 10. On that theme, then, me and Greg have discussed this as well. We're saying that it, on the back of a week where Lamina Kone and Sissoko have been heavily criticised, Kone got it yeah. next big time from Canada, <laughs> yeah. didn't he? And Sissoko got it next from his own fans, I think. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Have Everton dodged bullets? Or do you think this? Well, Sissoko is off the off the table now, isn't he? But do you think Kone is one that's still to pursue? I'd I'd still take Kone. I just think his head's been turned. You seen him last season. He was immense for Sunderland. Absolutely immense. Kept them up solid. Everything he wants. It looks to me. Carragher pointed out several times. He obviously he's done his stats on him and everything else. It looks as if he's going through the motions for a manager that's basically going through the motions. A team that are going through the motions, and he looks gone. He looks shot. And you seen him, he, when you were watching him, he went on the ball, he went on, he, his tall head was away from the game. Mm. That's not Dorinda Coney, but we've seen last season, Koeman will get the best out of well, him. He's playing, a good defender. Playing devil's advocate, so if you're Ronald Koeman, are you looking at a player there who's not happy and, and saying, well, the way I manage my team, nobody's guaranteed a starting position. So he might be dropped for three weeks because I want to play Williams and Jags. Is that the right character I want to bring to the club? Good shout. Um, he didn't, he didn't he do a Sadio Mane last year for um, reasons like that. Disciplinary reasons. Team meeting, missed yeah. team meetings and he bombed him out for two months. Yeah. So but what I'm saying is, yeah. you know, Kone's been criticised for his attitude. Yeah. Because he's not at the club he, he wants to be at, and so he's not he's not yeah playing as well and trying as hard. Is Ronald going to himself? Well, he, he might not play every week. So he, you know, do I want a, that that type of character in around the squad? Or am I giving myself a problem if we sign him? It's a good point. It's, I think you look at the players that Cumin has signed. They are that type of character that that wouldn't go to well, wouldn't drop to the, the length that Kona is. You see, Ashley Williams and Guy. I don't think they'd drop like that. But no, it's a good point. But I, I'd still have him personally. I think he's, he's a really solid defender. Yeah. Very solid defender, and Cumin will get the best out of him. Yeah, I agree. I'd uh, again. Going back to Greg's point, depends who's available and stuff. But um, if he's, he's good enough, in if they qualify for the Cup of Nations, because he would go, wouldn't he? I suppose if did he play for them. Did I say? Yeah. No. Um, Kone. Oh yeah. Ivory, if they qualify. But, but, but this is the other thing about the January transfer window, isn't it? It's a possibility with this like Balassi go as well. I think so. Yeah. Balassi, yeah. is this a guy? 
this though, you, I mean, do you sign a play? Can you get that deal done in theory? Yeah, well, that, that's the thing, isn't it? About the January transfer window, about the, the Cup of Nations, it's just players not here and sort of, yeah. you, you know, there's a whole host of other things going on. Got, Valen- got Valencia done and he was in South America, Gav, so yeah, yeah. 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 All yeah. we need is a Senegal versus Dr. Dr. Congo final. Yeah. <laughs> screw that one, yeah, for the last six weeks. And they both injured each other. Other teams have got yeah. the same problems, haven't they? Sadio Mane for Liverpool, he's ripping it off. Yeah, the but they've got other options. Well, that's trouble. That's why we, we haven't got that option, have we? We've got Kevin Morales and Gerard Delafay, and that's basically it, isn't it? So imagine if when Balassi goes in January, you're left with Morales and Delafay on your wings. You've got the other Kone to bring in. He's back fit, isn't he, Phil? Well, he's, he's back training. I don't know how close he's not, but not very, I don't think. <laughs> well, it's a serious point, though, because we, yeah. we spoke earlier in, in the season when Idrissa Gay became, after three weeks, we can't live without him. What we're yeah. going to do in January? Yeah. Same for Yannick. Yeah. What are we going to do in January? Seriously? Yeah. Potentially, potentially four league games and a cup game, something like that. Rob Rom's going to be going. Well, he's going to be supplying here. But the Congo aren't the best of teams, are they? So hopefully they'll be getting knocked out first. <laughs> <laughs> getting bombed back, really. That's what you want, straight away. I think all Evertonians will be looking at the African Cup of Nations results for the first, about two or three weeks, isn't it? How's Aidan McGeady doing? It's scary. Uh, um, just a quick one. He missed last week, didn't he? Does Valencia come back into the, um, the squad? Who? Valencia? Who? Does he come back I into su- the squad? Literally. I suspect he will. Yeah. A pointless. Uh, well, it's, it's becoming more and more of a pointless sign and a panic buy. I keep laughing. They put out the. Um, we did a story on our website about the football manager. Um, yeah. That game, it was out today, I think. And the, the price tags. And uh, it was me- it was mental. They, they had James McCarthy as worth more than Barkley. But. Anyway, I think he was rated, in fact, yeah, nearly as much as Barkley Valencia, 20, 20 million. Jesus. Had, he, had he missed him? £20 million pound player. Certainly, I haven't seen it. Well, no. But then again, I haven't seen him. So. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the thing, isn't it? In Valencia's defence, and I'm, I'm, it's not the most stringent defence case he'll ever, yeah. ever throw up in court, but I would say we haven't seen him, have we? He's not, he's not really had a proper run. He comes on with like 30 seconds to go. Why haven't yeah. we seen him? That's the point. Well, if he was... Well, he's not going to start him, is he? No. Yeah. He's not going to start him. The, the, the word was, and I was told, that the pace of him was the big factor in why they agreed to get him on loan. He's pacing behind stretch defences, but he's gonna have to, you're going to have to give him a bit more time if he's going to show it. Are we doing big predictions now, then, Greg? I think before we jump into the predictions, we'll have... You can tell us how we're all going to make some money at the weekend. Scotty's top tips. If I was... Well, I will be backing. I think Seamus Coleman to be booked. Obviously, we've, we've you love seen, your bookings, don't I you? love your bookings. Yeah, but you've got a referee there. He's got to be hands and out at least five. Richard, at Bailey. least yeah, at least five yellow cards. Gaz Baz has got to get one. Hasn't he, he will, but he won't be no value to be honest. So even money. Swansea, I think Seamus Coleman will be. He, he he seems to get riled up against Diego Costa every time he plays. <laughs> he does to me, and he mm-hmm. just seems that we've just seen we've been talking about discipline. Seamus, I worry about that one. I think he he'll be around three to one to be booked. Seamus Coleman. Really? Yeah, yeah, he will be. Doesn't pick them up as, as often because I think Everton's fair, but it's one of the top of the um, teams in the fair play league this season. Are we? This yeah, season? yeah, I believe they are. Yeah, when I looked at them, so too nice, still yeah. too nice. Yeah, still uh, too nice. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'll be picking Seamus Cullen. The uh, referee will be um, dishing cards out like confetti, so that's my bet. Phil, prediction time. Um, Chelsea Football Club won, Everton Football Club won. Ah, oh, I thought you were gonna give us three points then. Yeah, no, I'm not generous. <laughs> Me? Yeah, go on, Gav. Um, formation. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I 
I, I'm going to go. My we default, get it? Three, yeah, four, default, three. Yeah. Yeah. Default, like Phil, one, one. By the way, we started the right little thing here. Tony's best at the end of the... Imagine if it comes in, the smile on his face oh, next time he did the oh, podcast. I know. I'm Couldn't thinking of the smiles on our listeners' faces when they're all quids in. Yeah. Not, not about that. his ego. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I can't handle it. Right? <laughs> it takes yeah. me enough time to manage that yeah, on a day-to-day yeah, yeah, yeah. basis. Like, that's how you clop and, and <laughs> all them with storage don't even know what it's like. One, so you're saying one all one as well? Yeah, me and, me and Phil, yeah. Nothing if not unoriginal. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what that is so harsh. <laughs> <laughs> that is so harsh. That is. Right. Sorry. You Tough know, I don't. I don't have to do this. You know what I mean. No. You manage different different plays differently. Yeah. You can so take it. Eat, stop, and walk out. I go. Yeah. And yeah. the bench yeah. yeah. and I'll go. I'll go. If, if you were if you're on another podcast, you wouldn't want to sign Tony because it was bad attitude. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've got the character. Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah, the character. Yeah. No chance. You'd be fuming if we only get a point. Sullen face. No. Only one off. Like I said at the at the top of the show. I'll take a picture. <laughs> <It's a show laughs> yeah. yeah. So what are you going with? At least take that. I'd take a point all day, but you've just got to, you know, you've got to believe in it a bit more than that. Look well, at come those on, what's records on? there to be broken. Come on. 2-1. 2-1 Everton. First win there since 1994. Big Paul Vines out the last one. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We have won there in the cup, haven't we? No, nah, no. Draw statistical. Yeah, we draw, but knock them out on pens. Yeah, it's not a win. Knock them out on pens. Who knows what he's doing? Well, yeah, just out of interest, sorry. I mean, you know, what's our odds to win tomorrow? Four to one. What, where are we at City? We have that same price, you know. Really? Yeah, yeah, round about the same price. So four to one. Round about four or five to one, same price. I wouldn't be putting my money on Everton. If I was, I'd be putting it on the draw. We asked if, you if, prediction now. Oh, prediction. Two, put two, your bet and slip away. Two, 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 two. two. Yeah, two, two. Desmond. I think, obviously, it's going to be quite difficult to put Chelsea out, isn't it? Costa has it the way they're playing. But look out for honest the way Chelsea are playing, Matic and Kante, how forward they pressed compared yeah. to last season. That's so we've got to be fair there, people say on negativity, we've got a win. An improbable an improbable win shout and three draws. That's yeah. not too well, bad. What do you want? But has anybody ever once ever forecast us to get a defeat on the podcast? <laughs> I think I it's last remember. season under Martin, it's quite regular. <laughs> 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 no, I was seeing McGlean last season, I was going 3 1, 4 1. Three strikes in yeah. As soon as I said that, yeah. I knew what was good, yeah. the answer was going to be. I, yeah. I was saying it last season, I was going, we'll be winning 2 0, but 10 minutes ago, and we'll lose 3 2. Happened quite regularly. Three wins in a draw, that'd be good, wouldn't yeah. it? There you go. All right, well, thank you very much for listening. We'll, uh, we'll reconvene next week. We've got also in the early part of next week a special uh, with a, a guest we've had in who was absolutely brilliant speaking. Really interesting stuff about the David Moyes era and some of the big name players that he worked alongside. Then I won't say any more. I'll leave that till next week. Thanks for listening. Up the blues.